You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 94. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. I hope you're ready for a great episode. We're going to talk about the Eagle's Eye on Health, which is my quick segment with an updated news tidbit on health, fitness, or nutrition, and then we're going to move right into the main segment. And today's Eagle Eye on Health is about eating eggs and how it helps build muscle, and our primary segment that we're going to talk about today are 15 swaps you can make when eating out so that it's just a little bit healthier. And you definitely don't wanna miss these because who doesn't wanna just clean up the eating out a little bit so that you don't see that huge gain on the scale just because you went out to eat, right? Okay, so let's talk about the latest on eating eggs and building muscle. And this is really nothing new in my opinion. I've been definitely touting this for quite a while and I tell my clients all the time. Uh, but they generally are t- starting to say that eggs do belong on the short list of super foods, which is great because I eat them pretty much every day. Um, they say they cost about 15 cents each, depending on the brand, and they are simply loaded in high quality protein and many other nutrients. Now, especially for athletes, those involved in resistance training, people who are really working out hard, right? Egg protein is particularly valuable for increasing muscle protein synthesis. Really important. We definitely want to help our muscles. We want to help them recover. And so if you are an athlete, if you work out a lot, like right now some of you are like, well, I'm not an athlete. I bet some of you work out at a very high level if you're working out once a day and you're pushing hard, you do need to build your muscle. You do need to recover properly, so you are an athlete. Just go ahead and tell yourself, you are an athlete. Now, a recent study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition suggests that this is even more true if athletes consume whole eggs rather than just eating the egg white. Eggs, and in particular these egg yolks, were once villainized, as we know, for their high cholesterol content which is why so many people really stopped eating eggs and at least eating the yolks. But we do now know that dietary cholesterol does not pose a health risk for most people. So if you're eating the eggs, if you don't have a health risk, eat the entire egg, all right? Because it's actually the yolk that has an incredible amount and source of protein and healthy fat. And the egg is really, I'm gonna say it, it's a superfood. It's one of the best ways to get in all that healthy protein that you need. So don't be afraid of the egg, let it help you build your muscle, and yes, you are an athlete. Okay, moving right into our segment today, let's talk about 15 swaps that you can make when eating out that will make the food just a little bit healthier. Now let's talk about this. This is a re- the reality, the reality of eating out. It, it's sort of like you have to pick the best of the worst choices. Now we all love to eat out, don't get me wrong. I love going to restaurants also, but I can honestly tell you that when I eat out, if I weigh in on the scale the next day, I can potentially be up two pounds. And it is not because I gained two pounds of fat overnight. It is usually because of the sodium 
that's in the food. And that creates a water retention in your body, which is why you wake up the next morning and you cannot get your rings off. To me, if my weight is up on the scale, and no, I do not weigh in daily, um, but you know, once a week, I'll do that weekly check. And if my weight is up, and I cannot get my rings off, like they feel so tight, then I don't even sweat it because I know that it's water retention. And so you should know that too. Uh, another reason your weight could be up, especially for the ladies, could be a hormone thing. If it's that time of the month or if you're ovulating, the weight could be up. Don't sweat it. You just got to let those weigh-ins go right by you. But when it comes to eating out, if you can make some of these swaps, if we can make a not great restaurant just a little bit better, then that's what we should do whenever we can, especially if we're trying to watch our weight, we're losing weight, if you're on the Earn That Body program, if you're anything like that and you have to eat out, then these 15 tips will definitely help you. So let's start off with the first one. So every now and then, not gonna lie, I, ha I go to P. Terry's, which is like our uh, burger type place, like an In-N-Out burger, but I'm so happy because I consider it the healthy burger joint. They have uh, non-hormone uh, meats and there's no hormones in the meat. They have a whole wheat bun option. So when I need to you know, drive through with my son, we go to a place called P. Terry's. Now I have a couple options. I can get the hamburger, or I can get the cheeseburger. Those are pretty much your options, or a double-double. I can already tell you right now, your choice is not the double-double. <laughs> so if you wanna make one swap right there, there's your, there's your bonus swap right now. Don't get the double-double. Just go for the regular hamburger. But the choice is cheese or no cheese. And do you think it really makes a big difference? It actually does. So the first swap you can make, if you have to go to a burger joint, is to get no cheese. Now, I'll give you an example of why. At P. Terry's, for example, if I were to get the cheeseburger over the regular hamburger, it's gonna be about, let's see, uh, almost 100 more calories. It's going to be a lot higher in fat as well. So like a regular burger would be 19.5 grams of fat, and then the cheeseburger is 25.5. So you're gonna get more fat, it's more saturated fat, it's more cholesterol, and then of course, it's almost double in sodium. So if I'm already eating out and I already know my sodium level is gonna be high and I'm already knowing that it's not the healthiest choice in the world and I could go somewhere out there, but, but look, this is my choice. This is where my family's going. Don't get the cheese. Because honestly, half the time, if I get a burger and a cheeseburger, I don't even really taste the cheese that much. Like we all think we want the cheeseburger. It sounds so juicy and great. But honestly, if I closed my eyes and I took a bite of a cheeseburger and the regular hamburger, I don't know. I don't know if I could taste the cheese that much because there's already like the sauce on it and the lettuce and the tomatoes. I personally, I don't think it's worth it to get the cheese. That is a great swap to make that's gonna save you some calories, some fat, cholesterol, and also sodium. Now, your next swap. So your family's going out and they're gonna have pizza, which by the way, I eat pizza once a week. I always wanna share with you guys that I I'm a normal person and I eat these kind of foods. I don't want you to think that like I eat vegetables and chicken all day long, every day. No, I eat very healthy during the week and then I enjoy myself too on the weekend. So pizza, 
Pizza's definitely gonna be loaded in sodium. It's that, it's the marinara sauce, it's the red sauce in general that's super high. Um, the crust might be very high in sodium too. But regardless, your family's going out for pizza, you're going too. You cannot always be the Debbie Downer who says, I'm not going. But if you have to make a good choice for pizza, if you're gonna sort of choose the best of the worst options, do not get the meat on your pizza. So the meatballs, the sausage, the pepperoni. First of all, again, loaded in sodium. Second of all, very high in fat. Third of all, generally those meats on the pizza are not the most quality meat you wanna be getting. I don't think they're like, this is a organic sausage. This is organic protein. Usually the meat on pizza is some of the worst there is in terms of quality. So just not getting meat on your pizza is gonna make a small difference. Huge difference? No, but small difference. And if you can make a small difference, that is still a better choice. So when you're going out for pizza, shoot for the vegetarian option for yourself, or you could pick off the meat if you had to. Um, but again, it's gonna be a slightly better choice. Okay, family's going out and they're going to a sandwich store. So it might be your Subway, it might be your Schlotzky's, wherever it might be. It could be Panera Bread. You might even be going to Whole Foods and you're getting a sandwich. That is the option, a sandwich. You could choose the whole wheat bread over the white bread. Always gonna have more nutrients if you get the whole wheat or whole grain versus the white bread. So that's an easy choice to make. Honestly, again, if I closed my eyes and you gave me a whole wheat bread sandwich and a white sandwich, I don't think I would even taste the difference that much. So that's an easy swap to make. Now, the next swap, still at the sandwich store, right? And you're like, which sandwich should I get? The tuna is never the option. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now, unless you're making your tuna fish at home because you can control the amount of mayonnaise that's gonna go in there, you generally never want to order tuna fish sandwich anywhere, even Whole Foods, okay? Loaded in mayonnaise, which means loaded in fat. It's already gonna be super high in sodium. That's just a given. So always opt for the turkey sandwich on your whole wheat over any kind of tuna. Okay, basically any sandwich store, I'm gonna say turkey is one of, always gonna be one of the better choices you can make. So turkey, ask them to hold that mayo. You don't really need mayo on there, um, but don't get the tuna, okay? That's the deal. Okay, our fifth swap, you go to a restaurant, could many, many restaurants out there, and the offer that they're gonna give you on the side is you could have fries. Okay, they're gonna offer you fries. Don't let them put the fries on the plate. <laughs> if they put the fries on the plate, you know you're gonna eat them. Even I would eat them. Who does, I mean, that's like a whole different willpower, right? I want your willpower to be that you simply are gonna ask them not to put the fries on the plate. To put them on the plate, that it's a whole nother level of willpower that you're gonna need not to eat them. Ask them if you could swap the fries for a side salad or at least a sweet potato. Very often you can swap it for a side salad and that's gonna be better than the french fries. And a lot of times you can get a sweet potato that is a very healthy carbohydrate. There's no reason not to have it. So those would be great swaps over those french fries. Next, you're at the restaurant and they are gonna bring you that side salad, fantastic. Now they ask you, what kind of dressing do you want? 
you're going to get the balsamic vinaigrette, end of story. You don't need to hear the rest of the list. <laughs> That's generally going to be your best dressing at most restaurants. You do not want to get the ranch dressing. You do not want to get the Thousand Island dressing. You don't want some thick, creamy dressing. Dressings in general, just so you know, loaded in what do you think? Sodium. It's kind of funny because you get a salad and then they put the, the salad itself is very healthy. It doesn't really have sodium in it. And then the dressing alone can have a thousand milligrams of sodium in it. And I kid you not. And if you're 55 years or younger, you only want to have 2,300 milligrams a day, or I should say you should be under 2,300 milligrams a day. So you can imagine having a salad with a thousand milligram dressing that's almost half your day of sodium right there. So that's one thing. I'm not telling you to have a dry salad. I mean, nobody wants to eat a salad without any dressing on it. Get a balsamic vinaigrette, ask for it on the side, and sort of like pour a quarter to half of it on. Generally, you don't need as much as they're gonna put on, okay? So that's another great control mechanism you can use is get the dressing on the side, get the balsamic vinaigrette, generally gonna be your best, and don't use all of it. Our next swap, your family wants to go out, they're going for Mexican food, which is my favorite, personally. So what are you gonna get? So they're gonna get chips. You know they're gonna get chips. It's, happen it's happening, it, don't try to stop it. It's gonna happen, they're getting chips. But what you could maybe control when they say, would you like queso or guac? The answer would be, no thank you, <laughs> we'll take the salsa. So yes, the salsa will be loaded in sodium. Are we tired of me saying that yet? But at least the salsa is not queso, it's not guac, it's not loaded in the fat that's also high in sodium, right? So again, we're picking the best of the bad choices. Salsa is going to be better than the queso and the guac. Okay, now let's talk about what are you going to be drinking at the restaurant. You want the soda but you know that's no good. Diet soda is even worse, so I know you're not gonna do that to me. You could order a sparkling water. If you have to have something and it's not water and it's gonna be a non-alcoholic beverage, let's choose a sparkling water instead of the soda. That's a nice, easy swap. Now, the next one, if you are gonna have a cocktail and you are at that Mexican restaurant, do you get the margarita or a glass of red wine? you're gonna probably go red wine. If we're choosing the best of the worst, right? The red wine is gonna be better for you than the margarita. A lot of margaritas have a mix in it with is tons of sugar or artificial sweeteners in it. Um, again, salt on the rim, no thank you, we don't need more salt, but the red wine is gonna be a better option than the margarita, especially, and don't get the frozen margarita. I mean, I can tell you that for sure is gonna be sky high in calories and sugar, or again, a lot of artificial sweeteners. So if they say the skinny version, just know that that generally just means now you've loaded it with a ton of artificial sweetener chemicals. So I'm not necessarily a fan of the skinny version. Of course, it just, it does depend what they're putting in it. So I can't say for sure that all restaurants skinny version is bad, but I can tell you when I see the word skinny, it's kind of like seeing sugar-free on a package. And when something says sugar-free, that does not make it healthy. Unless you're a diabetic and you have to have sugar-free, you do not wanna pick sugar-free because it means it has artificial sweetener in it. Okay, uh, another drink option. So you go to the coffee store, 
we will name, it will be a nameless coffee shop, <laughs> uh, a coffee shop, and there's 8 million choices. So first of all, don't even look in that glass case full of food. Let's just not even look at it because there's pretty much nothing healthy in there. But what kind of drink are you going to get if you're honestly going for the healthiest option? Like you're meeting a friend for coffee and you don't want to blow your diet, get a cup of black coffee. I mean, hopefully if it's a coffee shop, they make good coffee. Hopefully it's a good coffee shop and black coffee is the best way to enjoy a really good coffee grind. So black coffee or hot tea, sadly nothing in it, right? Maybe a little bit of skim milk, but the reason I don't like to get skim milk or any milk at these coffee shops is because it's not organic. And I am sort of a freak when it comes to organic dairy. So black coffee or hot tea, I would skip the latte. So you think latte, even a non-fat latte, you think, well, that's there's nothing bad in it. Well, there's nothing really bad in it, but again, A, it probably doesn't have organic milk, and B, there is sugar in that milk. Now, of course, I'm being highly critical, and you know, and if you worked out and you're super healthy and you're not trying to lose weight, a latte is fine. I wouldn't get the vanilla latte. I wouldn't get, you know, some kind of sweetener in the latte because that is sugar. And a lot of them are artificial sweeteners. So if you're trying to watch your diet and you want to make the healthy swap, you're going to choose the black coffee or the hot tea over the latte. And that way you can still meet your friend for coffee, but it doesn't have to sabotage your diet if, again, you're trying to lose a little bit of weight. Okay. Let's move back to some food swaps that you can make. You go to a restaurant, Thai food. You're going for Thai food, and that is almost impossible to make healthy. Sorry. It's almost impossible to make Thai food healthy. But if you had to make one swap that was a little more nutritious, you would get the brown rice over the white rice. And almost all of those places now have brown rice as an option. So brown rice is going to have a little bit more nutrients over the white rice. Sadly, if you listen to my podcast from last week, we do talk about the fact that there is some arsenic in rice and actually white rice is healthier in terms of the arsenic levels. Um, but that's not what we're really talking about right now. And if you had to choose which one's more nutritious, it is brown rice over white. Now, what about when it comes to breakfast? and you're at the hotel with your family and you go downstairs and it's sort of that buffet style breakfast. And what could you get? Are you gonna get the sugar cereal or any of the box cereals? Nope. You're gonna go right to the oatmeal and you're gonna have a bowl of oatmeal. Maybe a couple eggs on the side, that way you get a little protein. But when it comes to cereal, you always wanna choose oatmeal over any type of sugar cereal that might be an option. The oatmeal is gonna have a lot of great fiber for you. It's also gonna fill you up, which if you are on a trip and you're staying at a hotel, it's nice to feel full so that you're less inclined to eat a lot of the junk. Okay, next swap, back to the, back to the sandwich store. I should have put this in with the sandwich store. When you're putting a condiment on your sandwich, mustard or mayo or both? No mayo, here's our swap, no mayo, add mustard. You don't need the mayonnaise. Honestly, drop the mayonnaise, get the mustard. You're gonna taste the mustard. You don't need the mayo. You've already skipped the tuna fish sandwich that's full of mayo. So mustard over mayo, it is a great swap to make. Now, you go to an Italian restaurant 
and you want some kind of pasta, okay? Or maybe some kind of chicken dish. Great, I want you to have it. The only swap I want you to make is you're not gonna get the cream sauce. You're gonna get the marinara sauce. So basically, I never order a cream sauce. I, I wanna say like 99% of the time, I will never, anything with cream, I'm looking at the menu and I'm just like, I go right by it. If it's a cream sauce, I don't even really, I don't look at the rest of the item on the menu. Next, next, next. A marinara sauce is not gonna have all of that fat in it. Yes, you know what it's loaded in. It's loaded in sodium, but it's not gonna have the fat too. So a great swap, you're going to Italian food, get the marinara sauce over any cream sauce. And then the last swap that you can do when you go out to eat, if you're, again, you're trying to watch your, watch your waistline, you're trying to watch what you eat, you don't wanna be up in pounds in the next day. A really great thing that you can do is when you are full. So you've, you have two options. You're full and you have half a plate left of food. How many people have half a plate left of food? You're full, but you know, everybody's still kind of eating and you're still going to be there a while and you're still having your drink and, and you'll just continue to eat the rest of the plate of food. But you're full. Like you did not even need the rest of that food, right? Half the time, these portions are so big at a restaurant that it's really two portions that's given to you and it should just be one. So one thing you can do Right when you get your food, when you go to a restaurant, if it looks like it's already a pretty big portion size, cut it in half and ask for a to-go container right when they bring your food. And just put half of it in that to-go container and put it aside. Likely you're not gonna grab the to-go container and start eating it at the table once you've put it to the side. Now don't get me wrong, I mean, I'm sure we could all easily do that sometimes, but you're more likely not to overeat that second half that you didn't need if you do that. So don't be embarrassed to say when the food comes, hey, can I get a to-go container while, you know, in a moment, when, it, when you have a moment, and when they bring it, put half of it away right away. The other thing you can do, and some people won't like that I say this, but if you have your food, you're full, you ate half of it, it's sitting on the plate, you know you're gonna eat the whole thing, but you're completely full, take the salt shaker and just throw salt all over it so you won't eat it, okay? Now some people, the reason they don't like that because they say I'm wasting food. If you can take the food home and you can put the other half in that container, bring it home and eat it the next day, great, or even donate it to the homeless, wonderful. I'm not trying to say that you should waste food. I'm just trying to say if you're full and you don't need to eat anymore, you don't have to be the garbage can and finish it just because it's in front of you. So pouring salt all over it sometimes is the way to make sure that you don't eat anymore. Not gonna lie, I've definitely done it before. I have a friend who taught me that and I thought it was kind of genius. It does really work. Um, so that is your last option. So those are 15 things, 15 swaps that you can do when you go out to eat, whether it's the sandwich store, whether it's the coffee shop, whether it's Italian food, Thai food, all these different swaps that will make a bad choice a little bit better. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying these are gonna make huge differences, but even if you always made something a little bit better, then that's great and, and I think you're gonna do great and I think it helps people see that yes, you can still eat out, but try to make the best of the worst choices possible. That's everything for today. Don't forget, 
If you ever have a great idea for a podcast episode or an Eagle's Eye on Health tidbit that you would like me to check out, research, and do, shoot me an email to kim at earnthatbody.com. I'm always looking for great podcast ideas. And I have a huge favor. If you have not already, could you please give me a rating and review on the iTunes site for the Earn That Body podcast? It is so appreciated. We have a lot of ratings and reviews now, which is great, but it is my goal to hit 100 ratings and reviews in the next month or so. So if you've never done it before, again, this podcast, I do it for free because I want to spread and pay health forward. And so I do it through the podcast that I don't make money doing it. So the way you can thank me is simply to go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. So appreciated. Hope you all have a fantastic and super healthy week. If you eat out, try to make one of these swaps so that you make a bad choice just a little bit better. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.